Okay, yay. So, welcome back to She Wears Pants. What is this, episode six? Face, yes. Wow, I said six and threw up two. Good night. Episode six. (laughs) (laughs) That, that, wow. (laughs) That's a coffee. Let's just pretend you were doing the peace sign. It doesn't look cool if I episode says I don't know. Episode says. Hey. It's a mess. Okay, <laughs> we're back. What the hell are we even talking about this week? Okay, wait. We got a lot to talk about. Hold up. I was about to say, where do you want to start? Y'all niggas is wilding. <laughs> I wanna okay, so we've already given most of our opinion about polyamory and open relationships. Yes. And I the reason we had that episode was because everything came out about August Alcina, Will Smith, and uh Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm-hmm. Mostly about Jada Pinkett Smith. It, it was right. about her. Like <laughs> get off of her. Yes. Um did you watch the Red Table Talk episode? I didn't. Was it worth watching? Watch it before we. (laughs) I'm gonna let you watch it because. Do you plan on watching it? I will now. Okay. No. It's really short. Yeah. It's really like ten minutes long. I mean, it might be like. Yeah, it's like ten minutes long. And I know I'm being so dramatic right now. But Will and Jada... Okay, so I should be paying attention to Will? You should... I mean, you can just watch the episode and it's going to show you both of their emotions and you could just go based on that. I don't know what's actually... Like, I just feel like people made a lot of assumptions. Like, okay, remember how we talked and I was like, yeah, they're definitely in an open relationship. Like, I heard them say it a couple years back. No, they're not. They are not, I'm wrong. They are not in open relationship. Well, they're all wrong. Now that I've gathered more information mm-hmm. and I saw the episode, I, it kind of led me to believe that they are not in an open relationship. And if they are in an re- open relationship, that, that neither of them were acting within the bounds of the relationship that mm-hmm. they, of the boundaries that Because it seemed like they were both hurting each other and yeah but it's that's what I got from it but then Will just seemed to be so candid about it like he would take pictures with August they would all he would be on their vacations and stuff it seemed he may not have even known that it was actually happening like that you know what I mean because also uh the way they explained it they said that that happened like three years ago so, like, for him to bring it up again was, like, really odd. Like, they didn't understand oh, wow. why it was brought up again. Because this I, happened a long time ago. Jada did deny. At least that's what I heard after the red, the, blah, 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 blah. After August's little documentary. Let me not say little. After the documentary came out. <laughs> you know I'd be so mad when people be like, yeah, you know, I'm little just friend. <laughs> okay, so your little friend. Documentary. <laughs> <laughs> after the documentary. 
after he after the documentary came out and that snippet about him and Jada's relationship came out, then she combated the rumors and said that she like it was it was basically a lie. And I was like, and that's when everyone was like, okay, we need a red table talk. So that makes sense. Like it was it did it wasn't I guess. If it was unbeknownst to Will, then that makes sense. It seemed like she was trying to lie about it. And I feel like her and Will had already had a conversation about it mm-hmm. and that they had already moved past it. And apparently they were separated. They had separated at the time mm-hmm. or were not together at the time because Jada Pinkett Smith was tripping or something. And Will was like, I, I felt like I was never going to get back with you because you were tripping. No. <laughs> <laughs> both like laughing and then he was but he was slick looking sad you know and then he was like I'm definitely gonna get you back and she was like oh I think you've done enough of that he said okay I'm definitely gonna get you back I was like well this is like crazy and then she kept trying to say entanglement she was like yeah we were in an entanglement and Will was like yeah I wonder what you know, literally was like you mean you were in a relationship like he corrected her immediately i and i can i feel like i could relate to that because like i've been in a situation where i've been cheated on and definitely like you kind of want your partner to hold themselves accountable and use yes the- to take full like don't try to minimize yes. what you've been doing you know what i mean so i agree I agree. I, ooh, isn't, is that not a part of gaslighting? Yes. Like trying to minimize the, 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 or minimize your action in order to minimize your consequence. Okay, great. Oh, (laughs) girl, I'm figuring out how to, How to get like you playing with these backdrops? Wait, hold on. Let me get let me get right. Let me get right with my backdrop. You know I'm gonna <laughs> Okay, so let I was my go-to because this is a toxic conversation. So let me put the toxic wave <laughs> background on there. <laughs> so how do you okay? So have you ever been in a situation where like you're August Alcina? someone you dealt with a long time ago and you kind of like you know you've moved past that yes um but y'all are still friends has tried to like come back and like bring that thing up and like put you back into the situation oh my god obviously (laughs) yes because Shada is acting a fool face in the pillow (laughs) because as soon as she started I was like have I I feel like all of that is my middle name like Sade being in a relationship where (laughs) being in a situation where yes Sade be bringing up old shit Lewis (laughs) (laughs) no people be bringing up old shit to me Lewis (laughs) that's ridiculous girl it just happened it just happened? <laughs> break, break you don't got to talk about it if you don't want to, but if you want to talk about it, you should talk about it because I want to hear about it. <laughs> it applies. So, 
have I? This is crazy. Um, yeah, life is imitating, art is imitating life really hard right now. Anyways, um, <laughs> yes, my ex came to me very recently, literally a couple of days ago, wanting to talk because she wanted to apologize for how things had ended between us originally, which was all her like dealing. And mind you, I'm the type of person, once you kind of decide how you want to treat me, whether it's good or bad, I'm just going to make note of it and move forward. Right, because you can't, Especially, like, either you're going to be a good person or you're not. Either you're going to, that's right, or you're not. Especially now that I have, or it's, let me backtrack, especially if we have multiple, we have multiple run-ins, you know, we've had multiple times where we've been in a situation where you've been given that same opportunity and you chose the same way to do it, to be a bad person or to be, you know, to make terrible decisions. Thus, why we even have to be here, why you feel like you need to apologize. I'm not the... I'm over being the type to just fall for the shit or to just take it. So I agreed to it. Right. I agreed to the meeting up and she basically was telling me how, you know, I didn't, all the things that you kind of know in your heart deep down, like you, the things that you don't deserve, the treatment that you, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't right. And I was like, yeah, I agree. But why is it that you decide to do this? Why? why why you know like what what was the reasoning how do you really feel about me yeah like what did what did i do what what steps did i take to contribute to <laughs> like to being involved in this foolishness <laughs> treat me like this and then want to say that you love and care about me you repeatedly repeated repeatedly why can't i say this word repeatedly have put me in this situation and I I don't like talking about old shit I don't like to dwell on things if I've made it up in my head that you're a shitty person I've I have come to terms with it and I have moved on shit I don't know what you you I just don't know I feel like I bring it back up why bring it back up I feel like people want to hear that you forgive them because they feel like it makes them like like okay this person has forgiven me that means I've changed you know like it's something I feel like people who hurt other people need a lot of validation anyway like I feel like all everything that they do to hurt uh, that they when they're hurting other people is because they lack like self-awareness and like need outside validation this is that's how I feel. But it might not be the case with every situation, but most situations yeah. where I've been in, where I've hurt someone or where someone's hurt me, it's because like I'm looking for, yeah, it's it's a, it's an insecurity and I need validation. And it's like, yeah. I guess. I appreciated the space though, because it was, it took a lot for me in the, even in the past to be like, oh, I... can finally say I finally have the strength to say x y and z 
you know you're not really moved by the pain anymore so it's like you can just kind of get it all off your chest at once yeah I can actually say it I can challenge you to it I can request better and had I done this before maybe we wouldn't gone so far deep but yeah so when you guys initially like in, when you initially encounter like some sort of conflict similar to this like are you not able to like express like what you want what you need and things like that because you're like too emotional or is it just like you're just like whatever I'm done like so there's no need for me to explain anything speaking for myself I think a lot of the times I like to cape for whoever it is and give them the benefit of the doubt you know oh this person says this so of course this this is not going to happen in the future this was you know there's all types of excuses start coming out and that's what's happened in the past or you know this happens often too you'll talk to other people about the situation and then they'll they'll give you the insight to be like oh no you should look into this deeper because this is what this actually means. This person doesn't really value here. And it's it's like a part of you that doesn't even pay attention to that side sometimes. You know, so then you get other people telling you what you deserve and you start to scratch your head like, well, maybe they got a point, you know, maybe I need to reevaluate some things. Sometimes when you get treated a certain way, it does go by the wayside especially if you see the best in that person right see their potential all the time um there's situations where you're able to forgive people um and they actually make take those steps to change or have you ever been in this situation just speaking for yourself even if you can't speak generally i haven't been in a situation like that or at least i haven't stuck around to see that just because I'm not interested to see how well you're going to treat me based off of your okay. Yeah. Like, it's okay that you are not, you have not grown into this person, but I no longer want to be connected to you. Mm-hmm. You cannot grow into this person that can respect and love me for whatever that is, but it's okay because I'm no longer connected to you. I think that's fine. But I don't want to stick around because that's when it becomes, it's at my expense. Yeah, because you have to deal with all the BS until they get to that place. Right. Because it doesn't just happen just because you said so. Right. That, and that was the painful lesson that I, I had to learn. And I would rather, you know, meet someone where we're here and so we can just grow together. Then it that one don't be working the one <laughs> here and you be up there and then yeah oh it never it never works out that way it's gonna actually happen like this and it's right word <laughs> everyone be this gap right because i because i'm still growing while you trying to grow so i'm still at a higher level than you by the time you got to where i was at and it's not fun no more don't meet me halfway meet me whole way he meet me all the way I was just talking to someone about this like people always talking about yeah you need to be able to bring something to the table no actually I want you to bring the entire table I want you to bring your table bring your table to my table you bring your table to my table and we're gonna make a double table we're gonna make a bunk table we're gonna make a big ass table okay <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> put the tables together and then we're gonna have a family meal that's how yes we- <laughs> 
Because if you got a table and I got a table, that's so much better than you coming to my table. I mean, now, if if I got a table and you got 10 plates, I might be able to fuck with you. I'm gonna fuck with you because I didn't have no plates, so I did need your ten plates to put on my table. But you're gonna have to need more. You have to come with more plates, more than plates. You need everything. I need the tools. You gotta have the plates, the forks, the knives, the all of it, the napkins, and you gotta have the caterer booked. Because <laughs> I only brought the table. I am the caterer. Like be 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 right there with me or be better because I can't no I don't I'm no longer sacrificing myself just because you know I think that's a beautiful beautiful lesson yeah honestly and I think all of us have to learn that lesson eventually whether it be with family yeah all types of relationships this one any was- type of relation mm-hmm. This one was, yeah, it was definitely a lover um, relationships. I've been talking about parents so much lately, especially in, it's been in relation to like raising kids and it's, oh, it's like right here in front of my mom. Honestly, that le- generation, what, what's the generation before us? Oh, we were just, the, um, we're generation X, right? Oh no, we're generation Y. No, no, we're X. So there. I think, yeah, we are X. No, I think they might be X. We might be Generation Y. Like, why? Keen in account, why? So, yeah, let's say we're Generation Y, Generation X. Whatever. Whoever came before Millennials, I'm praying for y'all because it's a lot of things that y'all went through and are still like traumatized by, and y'all have not been able to get past them. And they have been, I feel like those things have gotten like projected onto them. They didn't even necessarily choose it. And I just be feeling so bad when I hear them speaking. When I hear generally, yeah, obviously there's gonna be some educated people trickled in there. But generally, when I hear that age range of people speaking on like the issues that are happening in the world today, I'm just like, oh, this is so white adjacent. (laughs) It's always a mess. We don't want to hear it no more. I'm praying for them because they really think they're doing, you know, they really feel as if what they're saying is like the best. And I feel like so easily tricked into like this black power disguise. It's white supremacy disguised as black power. Yeah. Um, but we're praying for them. I'm continuously educated. I love that you want to pray for them. That was the first. Thought. Oh, that's my new thing. You know, I wasn't praying for people before because I was like, hey, fuck them. Let their grandma pray for them. <laughs> I used to say, I used to say that all the Everybody time. Everybody got a praying grandma. When I was younger. But now that I'm older, I say that I'm going to pray for people because I really am. And I, it takes two seconds. I've learned that it really takes two seconds to just it does. Oh, you, you pray. Friend's name in there. Or As you say, I'ma pray for you. You you can you can say the prayer. Just say it. Yeah, I'ma pray for you is the prayer. Cause it was like, yep, got it sent. It got sent up. I spoke it out into the universe. I'ma pray for you. That was the prayer. Or just pray right then and there. God, let me let me talk to you about Erica. 
It don't even have to be that hard. She can be like, hey, Erica, whatever she got going on, hey, send it up. <laughs> <laughs> Sending it up for her. <laughs> Over Erica. In the Get place. that together, God. <laughs> Please. <laughs> have, so have you ever been in a situation where someone's come to you bringing things up and it's like been, the fact that this happened three years ago, I'm still on that. I've definitely been in situations where people bring up old things that I don't want to deal with anymore. Oh, I take it that the retrograde just be pulling these niggas out. I take it as a lesson. Okay. Am I supposed to tell you about the time? If you want to. Okay. (laughs) Listen, I felt the same. (laughs) It has happened to me a lot. Um, and I think that the reason is, is because I'm a Scorpio. Girl. It's so hard for people to let go of me. I'm great, to be honest. <laughs> I'm amazing. I'm so cool and everyone wants to be my friend. So. <laughs> You're okay, just right, Tay. But <laughs> in my head, I'm thinking of all the Scorpios I know and how it's the exact opposite. That's the only reason my face is like this. I'm like, okay, so I guess I'm a rare Scorpio. (laughs) So you're the only pleasant that I know. The only pleasant Scorpio? Mm -hmm. I think because I'm a Scorpio, I know a lot of pleasant Scorpios because I understand where they're coming from with other. Maybe you bring that up. I understand where they're coming from with all their conflict and all their BS. I'm like, uh, yeah, you're tripping, but I feel you. Because I, I can think of some. I get it. I can really think of some times where I have just been so toxic, just like going out of my way to just ruin people's days. Like I can't. I really have done it to, and you know, it takes a lot for me to get there. Yeah. Um, it's not something I'm not just going around ruining people's days. I'm like, yeah, um, <laughs> gotta ruin your day because you totally deserve it and you've been ruining everyone else's day. So now I've been ruining your week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but I can think of a time that this happened to me. Um yeah, so I was dating this person for like and it was like a really and when I say dating I want people to understand that dating for me means like we've been on more than one date it doesn't mean that that's my boyfriend it doesn't mean that I didn't have other like people that. that I was dating I was casually dating really and dating. there was a person I was casually dating and they turned out to just be crazy they were just doing things that were just <laughs> absurd like they actually ended up like forming a relationship with one of my friends and then having sex with him I didn't know I you you know and it was like really weird they showed they they came to my job like every single day after that and I really just didn't even want to deal with them in any way um what they were upset because I like found out and that I was like oh I don't I don't you know it's not a big deal we can just be friends like obviously you're not what'd you say how were they upset? Because <laughs> they were crazy. They were a Sagittarius. Yeah. <laughs> That's another, another a Sagittarius. Yes, they were a Sagittarius. Um, 
I don't, I don't know my Sagittarius out there, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, um, he me. was a Sagittarius and like, after he did that, I was like, no, not a big deal. You know, we don't have to date anymore. Like we could just be friends. Like we're cool. Not a big deal. I'll see yeah. you around. You see me around, but I'm not about to like continue to like date you. Like, I don't see the point. Like you obviously want to be my friend. You don't want to date me. I guess that wasn't his truth um, that he was willing to live in, but it was my truth. I didn't want to date him anymore. Um, (laughs) So he was coming to my job like every day, tipping me like large amounts. I'm like, yes, thank you. Keep coming. Of course I egged it on because I want to continue to receive the tips. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, after like five months of me just not even giving him the time of day and just accepting these tips, he was like, you know, I understand what I did was wrong and it's really upsetting to me and I just want to do something to make it up. Would you go out with me to get drinks as friends? And I was like, okay, whatever, we can do it. I'm bored. I don't really care. You know, I'm bored. I think I was like 23 years old at the time. I didn't have shit to do just got off work I was like yeah sure (laughs) so we meet at this bar and he orders like all these drinks anyway I should have never showed up girl he wanted to talk about like how he treated me and stuff and like I was not trying to talk about that stuff but I mean I was like whatever sitting there taking the drinks he kept ordering all this stuff and then one of his friends pulled up and then told me about this yeah when his friend pulled up it like me and his friend started having like small conversation here and there of course he was included in the conversation but I guess he didn't feel included so he like got up and like left the bar like pretended he was going to have a cigarette I was like fucking with someone who smokes cigarettes anyway (laughs) like what was I thinking he never came back I had to pay that bill. I almost got arrested. They called the police on me. It was cra- It was really outrageous. It was so unnecessary. I love how these these episodes are coming like full circle, talking about we, these. Episodes. Yeah, I was gonna say we probably brought this up, but I probably didn't. The bad it. date episode. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yeah. So it's all the same thing. It's all the same nigga just bringing up old stuff. Yeah. People are weird. And that's, I think that's the only situation that I can think of. I think it only works. Does it ever work? What? Coming, trying to resolve things after it's been some time. I feel like with time. (laughs) You said no. (laughs) No. I've never been in a situation where I think I was able to like fully resolve something. I think that I've left situations at peace and (laughs) more at peace, like kind of like, um, I may have like accidentally seen that person again, but never in a situation where it was like planned, like, let's talk about what happened. Okay. Do you think closure is a thing? Closure is not a thing at all. You have to give yourself closure. Like at the end of the day. Like to an extent, it's like, okay, you want the, uh, you do, you want the other person to come to you and tell you why and what you did wrong and all those things. It's a, it's not worth it. Worry about it. It's not worth it. You need to reflect on your own, read some books, 
journal a little bit. That person can't tell you what you did wrong. And of course, they're going to project some things onto you that weren't even real in the first place. So listening to somebody else about you is like the worst thing ever the best. They're a licensed professional. And even then, sometimes them hoes be wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I think a lot of the times we feel like we should end terms peacefully with people. But that's just that life doesn't have to be that way you can just be like okay i'm i'm done i can think of a time where i tried to get closure or i tried to give someone else closure because they asked for it and i can't say what ended up happening because i would literally (laughs) go to jail but yeah what end well and that's don't do it to yourselves don't try to give people closure and don't try to get closure if y'all have walked away from the situation already it's done Let's walk away like there where does that come from where people like to want to feel like they're on, on just on good terms with everyone Nigga disney channel we was watching way too much tv growing up trying to get closure and we was there doesn't have to be a book ending. single we don't need closure we don't need book endings we don't need happy endings Yeah, sometimes you just decide to go your separate ways. Now, there are cases where, say, you're still living with the person that you just broke up with. Because I know in a lot of situations, people move in with their exes. Sometimes closure is needed, but don't let no two, three, four, five weeks go by for closure. You need to get closure, like, if if you can get closure within the first week that the breakup is over, that's good. If it happens anywhere after that, I have never had a good experience with it. I had to grab my head when you said moving with your exes, because why would you ever do that? Some people be moving in with their, with their um, significant others. Oh, well, yeah, significant. And some people move in with their exes because they become friends. I think accidental closure is better than planned closure. <laughs> if I just happen to be at the same party as you and we decide to well, speak. We don't, ha- we don't even have to speak at the party. Now, if, if we happen to decide to, then that's okay. But if we literally like planned, like, I'm going to meet you here on this day and do that. That sounds like a setup to me. I don't know. I just it's like I don't know. I don't I'm closure. I've never heard of that word. Because <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> okay, what okay. So let's try to give our ideal what our ideal closure. Like what would closure look like? I don't know. <laughs> but if I don't <laughs> way too we literally like we both are like, uh. <laughs> I don't see what's wrong. After you say, yeah, I don't fuck with you, and the other person's like, yeah, I don't fuck with you, then what? Is that what you needed to hear from me? <laughs> Sorry, I keep Is that what you needed to hear from me? <laughs> In order to officially be done, is that what you wanted to hear from me? I what, about, what about when you're with a person who you all might work in the same profession or in the same field? And you all see each other around a lot, or it's a person that you have a child with, or it's a person that you um, have like five mutual friends with, like really close mutual friends. Like, 
See, the thing is, with see, the thing about me, I don't care how close we are. <laughs> you would not speak you know? to them. <laughs> no, I, just because I don't think there is, I don't know where it comes from, but people have an obsession of reopening things. People cannot let go. And I can say I was a victim of this. Uh, I am really super capable of like letting things go. And now, now that I am, it's so difficult for me to understand why people aren't like that. Okay. I can, I can relate to that because when I, yes, I can relate to that. Like not being able to go back to a time where I had a difficult time, like letting go of things. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you feel so much better now that you're able to let go of people and things without like needing anything else from them. Oh my gosh. Just because that's how it should be. You, we, you shouldn't be pulling teeth to have good relationships with people. Why do you want to do that? Why do you feel like you have to, con- you don't have to, you can cultivate and exist. Better. Yes, you can. And not only that, you can put all of that energy into those that are actually pouring into you and being nice, kind to you, being in good relation with you. You don't, there's no need to pour in any more energy into people who do not give you that same respect, who do not give you that same love. And you do not have to try to work it out with them because everyone isn't going to be capable of that. I wish everyone would understand, grasp that concept. Everyone doesn't have to be a close relation. And everyone doesn't have to understand why they have, had you fucked up everyone doesn't deserve you know deserve that from you even I think though it's a, i think it's an ego thing and it's an oh for sure it's the de- ego is all up in food because i can i i've um i deal with this a lot in like just like the business world just like immaturity and egos like people just feeling like they have to get the last word yeah and it's just like it's a control thing it's yeah a control thing. what do we gain here are we gonna collaborate are we gonna right gonna what is the, what is the project that we just decided to dead like what are we doing why are we still talking about this right that's exactly how i feel Where it's is like they want more ammo i feel like people are so performative they want more ammo so when they can screenshot more stuff and post it on the internet oh not literally but just like figuratively and sometimes literally but you know what i mean yes i do yeah a lot of it is ego you have to know when to not feed into that because just like i said if someone if you know you're dealing with someone who is not a great fit for you whether it be in business whether it be in family whatever kind of relationship it is at that point you have no reason to give any more energy into it. And nine times out of 10, they know as well. They know that it's not a good fit. It's just, there's no need to like harbor on it. Or a forced relation in general. Yes. And, And I don't think anyone does, to be honest. But I think people, there's some type of obsession with not letting things go, being, letting things be finite. There is a death. You know, there's a date to, there's an expiration date to certain things, especially relationships. And it's okay. Like it was great while we had it, but you have to let it go. Um, 
it sucks that it's uh, it's this way because nine times out of ten we wanted it to be different in our heads we were trying for that but it we it just right of relationships there was this video floating around twitter for a while um and she was saying i don't know if she was like a therapist or something but she was saying a lot of the times there are squares and there's circles in relationships and the circle the person who's a circle in a relationship tries can fit in the square and it's so great but those corners that the circle can't reach those deficits matter and the square will never be sat fully satisfied because the circle cannot reach those corners and you're steady trying to force it and it's never going to work imagine trying to make a circle fit in a square it's never going to happen and that's the that's the part where we actually have the disconnect because you're you're dealing with potential you're having you're having hopes and wanting to have closure with further potential do you believe that people that people have like that one person in the world who can like meet all their needs no because then the 80 20 rule wouldn't exist and what's the 80 20 rule am i not woke enough (laughs) (laughs) the 80 20 rule um to my knowledge is when your relationship either one of y'all has the 80 and the other has the 20. no one ever is 100 percent so and a lot of times it's a you often hear it when it comes to cheating because people with the the 80 percent will go and find another 80 percent more than likely you cheat on another 80 percent but it's like you're 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 with someone it's never going to work because they're they're they don't fill up that 20. it's it's probably more maybe it's only 10. you know but to be content or maybe it is maybe you've actually married you know the 60 percent, and you're the 80 or whatever the case may be so you're basically saying that like there's a person in a relationship who gives the 80 percent of their effort and then there's a person in the relationship who gives 20 percent of their effort not necessarily effort but has i guess that i guess yeah effort or the the satisfaction who can fulfill you so nobody can ever so you're so basically the goal is to find a person who can at least fulfill you 80%. That's that yeah and I was going to say that's only even if you believe that someone can fulfill you. See I personally don't believe that one person can like fulfill a person completely in like a relationship and that's why I believe in like having really strong friendships and having really strong family relationships because even if I want to be in a monogamous relationship I still get you know I still can have a full I can still feel full yeah in my relationships because I have my needs being met if I can only get 80% of my needs met in my relationship then I can get 5% of my needs met by someone else and then 10 by another person and then five by another person and it doesn't have to be you know sexual it's just like this simple true that's interesting i like the way you said what right i like that analogy better because it does 
Um, I said, I like that analogy better because it does give you the idea. Responsibility isn't on your significant other. And you don't have to fully rely on them for everything, which is actually very true. And that's how you should move yeah, about in your relationships. Even better thought, and you are a complete person. So the person that you're, you know, in relation with should only add to you. You should only be in relationships that add to you, whether it be your significant other, your friends, your families. Because we all know that there are those types of people in each area that don't or that can't, you know? Right. Especially friendships. But we don't, I don't think we pay attention to like cultivating, I don't want to say all of us because, um, we all at least for the most, let me not say for everyone because everyone doesn't have friends or at least solid friends, but I would like to think <laughs> that we, we all have, you know, a specific group of friends who we can count on and rely on and, you know, can cultivate with and grow with and, you know, yeah. We don't, we don't pay attention to, I don't know, like you never hear about friend advice. You always hear about relationship advice. Right. Do you think we should be pouring more into like that, into like being friends? Like, I think, I think that, that, that is actually a really valuable thing. Like just not even being friends, but just having good relationships overall and like giving advice based on like the friendship concept like these are yes. people and they're choosing to be around each other and if they want to be around each other they need to meet these needs they need to follow these got guidelines they need to work within these boundaries and i don't think that yeah. they have to be like general for each um friendship or relationship I do think that, you know, it should be set based on like which relationship it is. But I do think that we need to put a little bit more value on like having good friendships as well as having good relationships. Because sometimes I feel very, as a friend, sometimes I feel disposable. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. when you have yeah. friends that, like get in a relationship and then they don't talk to you for several months yeah. or... Or they stop inviting you to things that you all would have went to together. Yeah. You know, things like that. I understand, like, when you get in a relationship, it happens, like, of course, you're going to have less time to spend with your friends because you're trying to balance your work and personal life and your yeah. friend life from relationship life. But, um, yeah, like, I've definitely been in situations where I have friends where, like, we won't speak for a year they're in a relationship yep. or two years and it's just like dang like what happened yeah and then when they break up they're back like they never left and well, i always yes. expect them back because i know that it's not personal and they have something that they are that they need to deal with but sometimes i get tired of getting treated like that <laughs> it's annoying yeah i was about to say don't don't accept them back <laughs> <laughs> You're not really my friend for real where were you and i mean i just try to be under i i really think that i'm like too understanding sometimes you may be because that's not okay yeah your okay. head did you literally lose my number when you got with your boyfriend and that i try to like i try to like think of it 
um, from their perspective too, I'm like, did I stop reaching out to them? You know, did I, did I minimize contact? Did I reach out? Did I make an effort? Yeah. (laughs) It's important to make sure that you're, you know, pouring into your relationships how you should. But I do think friendships have a great um, foundation Mm -hmm. or just how to be in good relations with people. That is awesome. That's a good point. And I I think that because they're so great, why not try to apply them to relationships that you may want to be uh, deeper in relation with people? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing wrong. And you always hear people saying, yes, you should be friends with your lover first. It don't always work like that. But yeah. I do believe you should become friends with your lover eventually or try to be friends with them as well as be their lover. Yeah. Okay, we talking about lovers and friends. I'm going to change the topic real quick. Before we go, because we only have a couple more minutes. Um, Megan Thee Stallion got shot. Girl. I know she's... Cancel got, this bitch. She got shot in the foot, which I guess is not that big of a deal. I would like more information on the situation. I'm oh. annoyed at myself for just like loving celebrities and pop culture so much because like <laughs> disgusting capitalism. But, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like I literally can't help but like be interested in these people's lives. I feel like I've just been programmed to it. It's ridiculous. But yeah, I really want to know. First of all, why Megan this none of Megan the Stallion's friends have guns? Because if somebody shooting at you, nobody that she fuck with got guns. I can't believe somebody shooting at you. You should be shooting back. And I hope a lot of people are saying it's probably a situation where she got shot in the foot by someone who was acting stupid, who was a friend, and it wasn't on purpose, and that it actually was an accident. So that's understandable too. But yeah. y'all need to stop playing with guns, then. Yes, get it. All guns ain't toys. Now. Educate yourself if we're gonna have one, please. Um, but yeah, it's this. It's so interesting how TMZ always gets every story first, and they are savages. They don't even let your family, yeah, find out about things that happen. Like you, they don't give you a day. Like, the news comes out, like, when Kobe Bryant passed away, I'm pretty sure TMZ reported it, like, a couple minutes after, like, information surfaced. People are selling, they have people in the hospitals selling information. They got people everywhere. It's really sickening. They have to. I mean, that's the way you got to do it, though. They've become, like, this superpower. Like, people, like, a lot of people are like, it didn't happen if TMZ didn't report it. And And that's what's sad. When the hell did TMZ become, like, the most credible source for letting us know um, information, public information? Like, that's insane. I remember. I remember they, they had all the updates on Nipsey. I remember that. Man, they blew me videos voice recordings all of that yeah it's definitely but this is what you get when you when you allow like there's no type of privacy laws when it comes oh this takes me back to school jesus i had a very um 
very hard media law class. <laughs> and it almost made me not graduate, but there are no laws to protect these people and their information. So yeah. It's like I mean, Solange beat Jay-Z's ass in the elevator. Oh, and there's folks out there trying to sell the audio to that. Still. I'm sorry. I'd love that audio. <laughs> we all would. And, you, know you know they're not going to let that come out, though. You know that's Oh, not- no. They were, they were, they, I think they probably paid to get the, the elevator videos taken down. Oh, yes, for sure. I, that wouldn't be that would not be a forethought in my mind, but. So do you think that Megan Thee Stallion is dating Tory Lanez? I hope not. I really do not like that nigga. I just think that he's, um, I hate to discriminate. Um, he's small. Extremely. And not only is he small, his hairline is paid for. Oh my God. Him he and Tyler have the same hairline doctor. He don't have no edges. <laughs> there's so many re- other reasons <laughs> so this is just extra <laughs> yeah well, he's extra because i mean he could be a really good person and i know he has money um because he just does stuff that we never even asked for like he just he just po- posted like a snippet of him doing like a remix to the little baby 42 doug song and it's just like didn't nobody ask for that is the remix shit? and i'm sick of her like can you I only I didn't respect him coming up as an artist because I don't want to do you know how easy it is to remix that to remix in general you're not even if you're not gonna give Jacquees the respect he deserves because that's really the remix queen don't be out here (laughs) who relames me to death because that's really the remix queen (laughs) period (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it just it gives me he gives me sweetie but in male form and he's not cute but not cute and that's the only reason why i fuck with sweetie because she's cute as fuck doing it she's very cute she's fashionable she has a really good attitude right and i feel like she's not Because here's my thing. Tory Lanez is really, really, I feel like there's like a sense of like, he feels like his songs are original because he's like sampling them. to. They're like more samples than they are remixes. But they damn near turn up to be remixes every time. Who is producing his music? I like samples to be creative. I feel like he's producing it. Because he actually is really talented. That's the thing. And that's why it double bothers me that he only does remixes. I don't know. Maybe is that his, like, let me try to think of it from a different standpoint. Yes, it's his sound and he makes money off of it. And, like, if you just want to create generational wealth for your family and that's the way to do it. I didn't know that was a thing. That's the thing. I didn't know that it was cool to just take songs. In the music industry, you know who's in charge of stuff? 35-year-old, 35-plus-year-old white men. They don't know what the hell we want, so they hear familiar things, and they see stats that show that, like, people, um, 
gravitate towards familiar sound and they're like great a familiar sound like we're dropping it like you've already had success with it a couple times and also he's consistent he consistently makes remixes and people consistently like them so it's like he has proof of the consistency so if you can show a 35 plus year old white man who has a million dollars that you can take that million dollars and flip it into five he's saying yes every single time they don't care they're not I, in it for the art. They don't care. I, it, right. What I don't like is that it don't sound better than the original. Now, if you can get me, if you can reel me in because it sounds better than the original, then okay. But every time I hear Tory Lanez, I'm like, fuck, I wish this was the original song. Every time. But that's just me. If y'all love Tory Lanez. When I heard that I'm Sprung remix that he did, first of all, T-Pain's on it. So it's like, okay, good for you. But like, that was very you don't pleasant. hear that shit? Turn on I'm Sprung. Turn on the real verse. That song is still relevant. It's still good. Yes. Y'all are remixing songs that are still great. That's one thing that I actually don't miss about um, being in quarantine and stuff. Yeah. Or supposed to be in quarantine. Um these DJs can't terrorize us <laughs> with their bad transition. There are so many DJs just terrorizing us. Yikes. Anyway, I'll end on that note, I guess. Okay. Um, before we do Kanye, I'm not, this isn't a time of idolization. I really don't fuck with this nigga right now. That's why he's here. He's really, Kanye West is really, um, I think the word <laughs> and it's insane to me because he actually like I respect him artistically but I just it's really hard for me to like go seek out like his new music or his new Same. work because I just all I the thing that's being brought to the public more or the thing that he's bringing forward more often is blatant ignorance and lack of education right through and and he knows he's influential so the fact that he's able to just spew out ignorance or that he feels like it's necessary to just spew out ignorance and like pull the masses along with it like do you really think that it's a valuable idea for you to run for president and you have to fill out any paperwork and we're already in the situation where there's a possibility that donald trump who is the worst leader of the world probably right now could become the president again and it's like nobody wants joe biden to be the president either like we definitely get it but it's like you don't even want to say lesser. I don't want to say lesser of two evils. If you don't want to vote, don't vote. If you do want to vote, vote wisely. But don't be doing. Don't vote for Kanye West. It doesn't even make any. You know what? Go ahead, vote for Kanye West. I'm not gonna do it. Vote for Kanye West because who cares? Like honestly, it for me, it just feels like it's to the point of like who really cares? Like. <laughs> I don't even know what is going on right now. Megan the Stallion got shot in the foot. Coronavirus is running rampant through the through Nick the Cannon got fired. More people have died from coronavirus than in World War One. Like, 
what what else just happened? Nick Cannon just got fired. Nick Cannon just got fired. Um, Pop Smoke is dead. Breonna Taylor's murderers are still at large. I don't know what's going on anymore. So y'all can vote for whoever y'all want. <laughs> vote for whoever you want. It really doesn't matter. No, that's the simulation and all of our simulation. And what that means is each of us can create our own reality. And the reality we're creating right now is insane. We all need therapy. Every single one. <laughs> if you are not in therapy right now, but you can afford it, shame on you because <laughs> help as a nation. They need national therapy crisis. National mental health crisis. Everybody's crazy. Woo! I can't believe that they even found Pop Smoke's murderers before they arrested Breonna Taylor's murderers. These niggas are on we the... We know who they are. We know we who they know are. where they are, who they are, and they're just walking around having fun. They're taunting us via their Instagrams and Twitters. Doing what? Saying stuff like, I've been the, ha this is, I've never been happier in my life, or I've never been more content in my life. How dare you be content and get good sleep at night after you accidentally murder someone? You know, I actually know that's a lie. That is a, that's a lie. Don't nobody, you're not killing no one. There's you're not, no way that you, you haven't killed. Anything. You're not sleeping well at night because you killed Breonna Taylor. I know that for a fact in my heart. How are you? And God knows too. You're crazy. Instagram may not, but I know. <laughs> you can't be sleeping. You cannot. I know ain't no spirit letting you sleep peacefully. Oh, period. Oh, y'all know. Psh, don't. Hey, look. Let me tell y'all right now. <laughs> Do not piss me off. Because when I become ancestor i swear on everything i'm coming i'm smacking the fire i'm smacking fire out of everybody everybody's gonna be learning lessons <laughs> you living in the space that i'm haunting that i'm coming back to you learning a lesson nigga i'm gonna be on your ass don't be my don't be my um don't be my future generations and let me be your ancestor and you out here acting a fool you going to stub your toe every single time. Every single time. Every time. I'm going to shift tables in, in, in front of your knees. I'm breaking <laughs> your ankles on the basketball court out of nowhere. You're going to be walking. Your ankle just going to twist. Every time you wear heels. <laughs> it's a dub, boo. <sighs> it's Man. a dub. That's nah. all I have to say. Uh. But I mean, honestly, if you're gonna vote for Joe Biden because if you're because voting for Joe Biden because he's the lesser of two evils, you might as well vote for Kanye West. Who cares? Like it's there's really nothing you can there's no good option because we didn't do what we needed to do initially. But or apparently we didn't do what we needed to do initially to get the proper elected officials where they needed to be. I would have rather I would rather vote in my local and state elections and not. Oh vote. yeah, I stay voting in my local and state elections, and I mean I also vote in the national election as well. But like, I would have loved to have the option of someone from like an independent party. That's who I voted for last year. 
or well, last second. Kanye West would have actually taken the steps to fill out the paperwork and be a legal candidate. Actually, if he would have attended all the debates and I would have been able to like... So he's not trying to become a legal candidate? Well, it, literally we're voting in a, in the next couple of months and he just announced this month and it's like you've missed every debate you've missed every you've missed all the primary elections Why are you here you you've Did missed, you even go here do you even go here can, <laughs> can you even legally go here she doesn't even go here <laughs> literally <laughs> you have not signed up you know, and can you imagine like Kim Kardashian being our first lady and our first family being the Kardashians? Taylor, I might, I might just, I would, I would actually actively look into living somewhere else. I'm already doing that. And I would also be, um, I would be so disappointed. <laughs> Girl, I didn't even know where to start. So disappointing. Chris Jenner is he gonna make Chris Jenner like the speaker of house or something? <laughs> I had to put the pillow up as well. Oh it would just get goofier and goofier. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's already the damn court gesture in there right now. Our first lady is like a, she may have, is she? she may have been trafficked to the United States. Where is she? The first lady? They don't, she don't even know. She said she's not living at the White House. She's not going to do that. She doesn't want to. Oh, yeah. I think she lives in New York. But where the fuck is she? Who cares? What what could she do? She doesn't need, she hasn't she, I was hoping she'd poison the man. That's what we needed her for, but she hasn't done that yet. But you know what? I feel I don't want to I feel like there's like a um weird cult like thing on Twitter of like white women, white feminist women who like have created this agenda that like she's like um actually like doesn't want to be with um donald trump and she has to be with him and she's always afraid and that's why she doesn't want to hold his hand or touch him why are are white women such they love the damsel role oh my god like y'all know exactly what y'all are doing y'all are making yourselves white male adjacent so that you can be second in power and it never works out she probably hates him yeah because i would stay with a nigga that i hated too if he was the president of the United States, absolutely. Right. I don't know if I, as a black woman, I obviously couldn't just stay with someone. All right, I have completely different reservations as a black but woman. Yeah, staying with someone that I don't really like that much for money. Now, when they start harming other people, that's something different. When they start and in cages, hello. What? Did y'all? What did you say? Children in cages. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, there's a lot of things that I wouldn't be I'm able actually to. going on TV and announcing that I'm divorcing your ass. The fuck? What yeah. is wrong with you? Before the election, bef- once you- What is wrong with you? 
Once you decided you were running, I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We are actually getting a divorce. This man is a lunatic. He has children in cages. <laughs> yeah, don't vote for him. He's lost his damn... Do not vote for him. Craziness. That's when they're going to get hurt and be like, if you ever say that shit again, I swear to God, we're going to have... That's your- why I'm, I'm thinking that a lot of people have been threatened to get killed. I swear to God, we're going to wring your neck and we're sending you back to fucking wherever the fuck. <laughs> That's when I feel like Bernie dropped out. They were like, boy, if you become the president, we are going to assassinate you. And that's on period. Try it if you want to, nigga. We finna have your ass the fuck up out of here. You better choose your vice president. Him a, letter. a pigeon came down and sent him a letter with no, it was type, no type of he didn't even know where that shit came from and he was like you know what it's a dub he put it in was probably a transmission that was like drop out of the race or you have seven days I and it was just like whoa put in um, face phone call that was it that was it or he was honestly you know bernie sanders is old and he was probably like oh maybe they came up to him and roughed him up a little bit he was like i'm tired of these folks and if i become the president i might be giving away the power that i need in order to serve these people. Damn. And that's what sucks. I don't know what it is. Uh, America do better. What if? What if? What if Trump is scaring these folks out here? I feel like someone would have to uncover that. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it's probably so, so much deeper than we think. It's probably not even him specifically. There's probably people who, you know, because he's just like a pawn. Like, there's probably people who control what he does that have their, there's people all up in the government system with all these different types of agenda. Oh, yes. This is how we get Scandal. This is how we get shows like Scandal. I literally hate that show. <laughs> you want to know why I hate that show? why because it's a black woman who has a fetish for white men a white man in power for several white men in power i don't like that me either there are black there are black women is obsessed with that narrative what she loves the black the interracial the interracial there are black women who are successful and reach their goals and have really high ambitions and come from money that don't have re- that don't have relationships with white men yeah there's black people who want to be with black people and are still equally as successful and for and regular reasons for growth for regular reasons <laughs> but i guess there are black people who also have white fetishes Let's not tell that story, though. Exactly. Why do we... No, no, no. It's not let's not tell that story. It's why do we have to tell that story every single time? Over and over and over and over, yeah. Then that's when I'm like, yeah, let's not tell that story no more. Scandal. How to get away with murder. Blah, blah, blah. It happens in Grey's Anatomy, but in a different way, too. Yes, Grey's Anatomy. Mm -hmm. She loves it. And the black men with the white women agenda is a mess too. She let that shit. It is. There's no problem with interracial relationships. Obviously, it's just like the dynamic the always relationships that exist in in black worlds. Mm-hmm. Come on. And she never. She never. We can never see black people interested happily interested. It's always like some conflict. 
Right. Even with their white counterparts, when they're in a relationship, like Olivia Pope, her relationships were forbidden. They were like racy, like she shouldn't have been doing it. It's like, damn, this is, she can't, she can't bust in the regular way. Like what's wrong with her? (laughs) I don't know. It's just really interesting. It is. But let's end on that note because Olivia Pope gets on my damn nerves. And honestly, Carrie Washington's acting style gets on my nerves. Oh, God. But I'm still watching Little Fires Everywhere. I haven't even watched that. I that show is so good. You need to watch that show. I can't end with Kanye on my screen. Hold on. Well, y'all, thank you so much for listening and watching. Um, she Wears the Pants, episode six, season two. We will be back next week on Wednesday. We're always back next week on Wednesday. Um, yeah, I'm Tay. And I'm, I love how our names rhyme. I'm Shade. <laughs> I know. It's like God, God was out here marketing like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, y'all. Thank y'all for joining us for another episode. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye.